Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the astrologer Bill Atride radio show. Uh, my name is Bill Atride, and today is the eighth show of the season for me. I, I'm sorry I missed you all in May. I was busy traveling, and then when I got back, I had so much work to do. There was just no time to make time for the radio show, which I would like to do at least two shows a month, but I'm, I'm not quite keeping up with that pace, but I'll try to catch up. Um, anyways, it's good to be back with you, and today I thought since we're almost really at the at the midway point of the year, it might be a good time to again uh, take a look at, you know, where are we now? Uh, and where have we come from, um, and what are the maybe the major themes, or certainly the major theme of this year as I see it, which has been holding true for some time, and maybe if I have time to bring in some other the, of the more secondary themes of this of 2019 and 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 all that, um, and and I'll talk about that briefly for a while, talk about where we are, and then of course I'll open up the phone line so you could all call in and ask questions either about what I've been talking about today or about any other thing that you might have on your mind, including your own chart. And if you do want to ask a question about your own chart um, or someone else's chart, I would need at least the birth date and place for that individual or yourself. And if you have time, then, then I can tell you everything. Uh, and of course, just give me your first name so I know who I'm speaking with. Um, um, and if you would wish to sort of uh, perhaps suggest other topics or, or things to, for me to talk about in upcoming shows, you can always email me with suggestions or comments or whatever at my email address, which is Bill Atri, that's B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to, uh, to re- reply and, and perhaps uh, uh, take up that subject or topic in a future episode. And as well, if you'd like to go more deeply into your own chart, if you've ever had readings before or have been looking to get a reading and you want to perhaps make use of my service, then certainly you could contact me with that same email address, BillAtrat at gmail.com or Google my name and, and you'll find all this contact information out there on me. And you could, we could talk about what you're looking for and what I offer and see if that is something that uh, you would like to do. Um, and I, that's, of course, that's my life. That's my business. So I, I love doing what I do. I'm, I'm very, very happy. And so, um, so I'd be happy to take care of you if you want to do that. Um, so as I said, and, and again, um, I hope to do another episode. I know, my, given my calendar, it, it's going to be hard to do it next week. Um, uh, on Saturday, though, maybe I could do a Sunday show instead. I'm not sure about the following week, the 15th and 16th might have possibilities. Then I'm away again in the end of June. So uh, it may be a little tougher towards the end of June. So try to get another episode in here in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, so I can stay in touch with all of you. So, so let's turn to our topic today um, and see what, what we have. And, and as I titled it, I guess was, uh, where are we now? And then cryptically, I put the path of light, which, of course, one could argue that's what we're all part of is this path of spirit, life and consciousness moving through time and space, being, as I say, the body of the one. Um, we're always on the path of light, uh, but we sometimes feel like we're in a, in a darker place. And we'd like to find some more light. And certainly that may describe pretty well some of the circumstances and conditions that are affecting many, many people throughout the world at this time. So I, I thought it'd be helpful to pause at this time as we approach the middle of 2019 and remind and reassure one another that we are indeed moving through a time that is quite extraordinary. 
or as I would say, extraordinary as an astonishing or shocking. As I've been noting since 2008, we are going through a very specific period, and this period continues until 2024, and it carries resonances of what happened in the 1760s and 70s, and before that, the early to mid-1500s. In each of those periods, the planet Pluto was, and is now, moving to the sign of Capricorn, the sign in mundane or worldly astrology that governs, governs institutions. That's what Capricorn rules, the structures of life, our bodies, as well as the physical world around us, the hierarchy. Um, as Pluto rules the will and the processes of alchemy or spiritual chemistry, it also represents the processes of birth, death, and rebirth. This is why this time, our time, has the feeling of like being at the end of an age, because it is. The institutions and hierarchies of this world, those creations we have made to meet our needs for ourselves and for one another, they are failing. From the most intimate institutions of family and local neighborhoods to larger voluntary groups and associations, from local to global economic structures, in the political realms and educational systems and spiritual orders, wherever you turn, there is a breaking down of functionality and a loss of meaning that defines our time. I wrote about this in my forecast for 2019, and I said there, a new world is coming, but that requires that an old order give way. Of course, the fundamental nature of what it means to be human, our needs for food and shelter, companionship, love and security, are ever-present, but they are also evolving and transformingly, seemingly or actually at an exponential rate, which is in large part due to what we known as, have known as the scientific revolution that began several centuries ago. Copernicus and Bacon, Galileo and Newton, among many other lesser knowns, questioned assumptions passed down from time immemorial. This quickening of the human capability to know and alter our world has endowed a humanity with powers that have seemingly outstripped our wisdom to wield them. Whether we look to physics and then nuclear weapons or biology and bioengineering, we are transforming ourselves and our world at an ever rapid rate. Much that was will continue in some form, of course, into this new world we're going into, but much more of our social, economic, and political structures will be reformed or transformed into new modes of expression, and they will certainly be informed by new ideas or perhaps old ideas that have become renewed and new meanings. The question remains, will we develop through wisdom and humility to wield our wearing of power, intelligence, with unconditional love and compassion? So what can one do? What can you do to find your way in such a disrupted world in such a confusing time. I've always, I always say that we've been shown the way many, many times before. Teachers and wise ones have been sharing their wisdom, our wisdom, since we woke up, whether that was 70,000 to 100,000 years ago or much longer. This is why the ancient wisdom is found wherever you look, in whatever time or culture throughout the world, you will find in various forms and guises the answers to your questions. Yes, the answers are out there, as they are also truly in your heart of hearts, in your higher self, too. And they can be found in the temples of thought we call philosophy, 
science, and religion. Humans are human because we are self-aware, and we drive our self-development, as I say, we're more human becomings than beings, because we are fundamentally storytellers. We share our experiences, our knowledge and expertise, and find that we are inseparable from one another. We are really made of each other. We are all in one another so that we are more of a we, are more of a we than an I. Each of us is made by and through our sharing this life with one another in all our present day experiences and stories, as well as in all our past lives too. Of course, for each of us, we must come to know who and what we are in this life. For me, astrology has been a calling and a practice, and it is certainly a key component of the ancient wisdom as it provides invaluable insight and guidance. As I understand it, Astrology is a tool or the pathway to understanding yourself. While many will debate about the purpose of life and how one can measure the good in any life, because throughout history and in many cultures, what is known as the good life would certainly encompass a wide range of measurements and often in divergent cultures hold radically opposite notions of the good. For me, as I've come to understand or remember this, By observing life and studying philosophy and the ancient wisdom, because we are a self-aware spirit, I believe we should understand that our goal is self-fulfillment. The 12 signs and the planetary placements in one's chart provide a map of your own personal constellation of possibilities, each sign showing you, asking of you, to keep striving to master some quality of being that will move you towards your greater self. Like in Aries, the sign that deals with self-awareness itself, that we are here to be mindful and realize we are always here and present in the only space of freedom in the eternal now. Or Taurus, the sign that deals with our true worth or value, that we are here to experience true and know that we are formed by and contain within us unconditional love. Or Gemini, the sign of intelligence, the capacity to continually question and move your awareness to new points of view. Or we can look at cancer, um, and which is to our roots and our centering, and to find ourselves at the center, and from this to know that all our centers eventually meet together as one. Or Leo, that's just about self-expression, and to stretch oneself into greater roles and stages of self-realization is the point of life, because we're here to perform as we release our ever more authentic self. Or we can look to the planets and be guided by them and their placements and arrangements with one another as their integral combinations with one another stitch together the quintessence or essential individuality of each one of us. Moreover, in the day-to-day, as we encounter a world that is transforming before our very eyes, we can look to the messages encoded in the ever-unfolding dance of the planets to help inspire and guide us here on Earth. Which really just brings us back again to our principal concern at this time in our age, the planet Pluto. Pluto rules the third principle in what I call the triad of spirit. Uranus is the principle of developing an ever-freer mind, that we are here to keep growing in terms of understanding, lifting ourselves beyond 
a certain framework or paradigm of understanding into an ever greater one. And there's no ending to that, becoming an ever more encompassing consciousness. Neptune, the next principle, is the principle of expressing ever more unconditional love to realize that everything is one in one spirit. And then Pluto is the third principle of abiding in a truly centered will. Each of us is a unique spark of the divine. Each one of us is here to learn to use the power of the will, the power of control, for ever greater self-control. We are a spark of the divine, and at the core of us is the holy of holies there in our sacred center. By your striving to be guided by this sacred center, others will learn to hold themselves true to spiritual truth, which is that at every being is sacred. You and they in turn will take that sacred oath to never trespass upon any other, nor allow anyone to trespass or violate your holy of holies either. So what can you do? How can you cope when the world that was seems to be crumbling before your very eyes? You must remain centered and strong in the knowledge that we have been here before and that the new world that is coming requires strong souls. This end is a beginning, and it requires and calls out for preservers, protectors, transformers, and healers. Your duty, as always, is to master yourself and then to help others towards their self-mastery too. Then moving outward in your sacred unions, you can join together one-to-one and one-to-many and so combine your wills and become the change that will give birth to the new age that is dawning. So those are some of the thoughts I had as we come to this midpoint in our year here, which again is an artificial construct. It comes from obviously the, the sun, the earth coming around the sun in, in 365 days and going through these seasonal moments and cycles. And of course, every moment is the eternal now. Uh, but certainly there is a sense of looking back and being here now and looking ahead that we live in a, a very interesting time. And what that makes us have to consider quite deeply the meaning of life. What is it for? What are we here for? How do we do this when everything seems to be sort of teetering and falling off and, and, and stretching the boundaries of what has come before? Um, and as I said, the good news there, the, the great good news is that uh, humans have come through these cyclings of changes time and time again. And if you read what people were writing about or speaking about or claiming back in the 1500s or certainly in the 1700s, they too thought their world was ending. They thought the world was turned upside down and inside out and they didn't know what to make of it, but they made of it a new world. Um, and so we have an amazing capacity um, to dig down deep within ourselves and be reminded what is at the core of all of us, uh, love and higher understanding and will, and then use those in combination to take control of our lives and then to help others as well take control of their lives and then together build these sacred spaces around ourselves that we can all participate in as we change the world together more consciously more willingly helping one another to do so. 
Now, another interesting thing that's happening this year that I didn't write about in the in the forecast for 2019, though it's something that certainly uh, I was aware of, um, but something that, that we, we should uh, not forget is that other planets are moving around, not just Pluto or Uranus going into Taurus. I talked about that quite a bit. But another very important aspect for this year is the planet Jupiter, the planet that rules truths and principles and beliefs, now moving to its own sign of Sagittarius, ha- is beginning to catch up to. It takes 12, 13, 14 years to do this to get around and catch up to the planet Neptune, the planet that rules, again, illumination and dreams and visions and sort of rules what's called the multiverse, many universes. It's chaos, and yet it's also the existing paradigm. So Jupiter ruling truth and Neptune ruling illumination, as they come into contact with each other, Neptune is shaping Jupiter and reminding us that though we have our truths and beliefs and principles, and they are right for the time we are in, Everything is changing. The world is changing, and so are we, and so our truths must continue to evolve and change, too, as we develop a more nuanced understanding of what is happening. So what we find now is that as Neptune shapes Jupiter, it's challenging us. It's bringing us a troubling reminder that things are never what they appear to be, and that though we may have some degree of certainty, we also are going to go through periods of confusion and doubt which is part of how we grow. We only grow when we have to let go because that way of being, that way of seeing, that way of believing obviously is no longer working. And then we can see it by throwing off those blinders that were making us only see so much and opening our minds to a greater understanding. We can encompass a greater understanding and come to a greater truth. It doesn't deny what was before, but the lesser truth or the lesser understanding of truth is encompassed now in a greater one. So this is a time when people all year long in 2019 were struggling with what is truth and what is fantasy? Uh, Am I believing in something that is grounded in something quite solid or am I building my temple of truth on quicksand? And of course, we know that's part of the story going on the planet. We can see it in the news and in terms of events that, people's perceptions and understanding of what is real and what is true is quite pliable and plastic and being stretched quite further than normal at a time like this. And so we, we need to um, be, have humility uh, as we encounter others who think differently and believe differently than ourselves. We all are here to learn from one another, even with someone who we totally disagree with or don't see where they're coming from, we need to understand that, where that comes from, because at the core of all of us, there resides that spiritual spark of the divine and true truth or a truer truth is waiting to be awakened within all of us. And we elicit that from each other as we come into conflicts about viewpoints and truths and beliefs. And certainly 2019 is a year of struggling with that. Um, And so that's why I always say, when in doubt, when confused, there are teachers and lessons and teachings um, that have been passed down from time immemorial that ring true to this day because they don't change. Um, So we need to sort of remind ourselves of certain fundamentals we discovered long ago and need to stick to, to guide us as we try to figure out the rest of it. But there are certain core beliefs and 
principles and therefore patterns of how we should treat one another that should not be ever abandoned or surrendered <clears throat> to a passing whim or fancy about how we may divide one another, but we should find what unites one another in common spirit, which is, of course, uh, of course ultimately, our unconditional love for one another. Well, I hope that's been you know, inspirational or helpful or clarifying for some of you. Um, I, I, of course, love doing this and love talking about this stuff, whether on the radio like this or in readings. Um, but I, I do see many of you here holding on, and I don't want to keep you holding on any longer. So uh, let me go to the, the studio control here and uh, pick up the first caller for today. Okay, so here we go. Um, okay. Hello, caller. Hi. You're talking to Bill Atride. Who's this? This is Deanna. How are you? Hi, Deanna. How are you? Oh, still foundering. Still foundering. Still foundering. Oh, yeah. gee. Um, I'm uh, so I've sorry. Been for you. That, yeah, it's okay. You're here. I've been checking to see if your program was on for a lot of weeks, but I'm so happy oh. that you're here today. That's, that's good. Yep, thank you. Well, thank you. Um, so I know you've been having trouble with, as I recall, with, with home and with work, uh, and that your life has been, as you say, rather um, challenging and not, not stable uh, for some time now. Um, have you yes. had any recent news or, or good, good signs on that front at all at this time? Or, or well, it's just yes, remaining? I've been working. No, no, oh, I've good. been working, but I just don't get paid in time. I used to get paid a week after I got work, and uh, it's been like three weeks sometimes. And then, of course, it sends me into a financial downturn and right. unable to, you know, pay for my way. So I was wondering if you could see when things might be easing up a little bit for me. It's like a day-by-day, you know, half-day-by-half-day situation with me. I'm still safe. Right. I'm grateful for that, but it yeah, is a war yeah. of nerves. Okay. Um, well, uh, I guess just looking at it in the in this most recent period right now, um, in the last few days, the sun, because it gets around anybody's chart in a year, which is us going around the sun in a year, um, the sun right now going through Gemini, for you means it's going through your 10th house of career, right, starting about a couple of days ago which usually shines a light upon opportunities for us at that time in terms of professional matters. So there is this period of these several weeks right now where you might find greater opportunity coming with regards to uh, your career prospects and improving conditions in the workplace. Um, That I would certainly hold out hope for. Um, I think in terms of um, the, sort of the, the greater effects of, of positive energy coming along to help you there. Um, not, not far behind it is the planet Venus, which will join the sun in the 10th house there for you. And that gets in there by June 15th. And so that also should be quite a, a, a sort of a pleasant, uplifting energy in regards to career matters for you at that time. So at least there are several planets, the sun, not a planet, and then Venus now coming afterwards that are moving through your 10th house of career that should provide some relief or some kind of shift of the energies. But I, I would think that we want to get that planet Jupiter um, 
the planet that rules growth, expansion, good fortune, good luck in general for, for us all. And it's now marching through um, Sagittarius but going backwards. And usually that means a lot of growth for people in general now has more of a quality or condition of inner growth rather than outer growth attached to it. Um, and so that just means you've just got to realize that whatever adversity I'm facing outwardly, I'm probably taking great steps to advance myself inwardly. Uh, and then the outer advancement will follow from that starting in August. But, but, I, I, but other than that, I don't see any major shift of energies that would end the particular impasse or challenges you've been facing well, the last year or this year. It still, it still is what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's been it's been eleven years. Let me ask you just a question, and then I'll just listen for the rest of the show. Uh, uh-huh. My Chiron is in Sagittarius. How does that affect the fact that Jupiter is in Sagittarius right now? Could I interpret it as being coming back to health? I mean, health in the you know big way, no, not just uh, yeah. physical. I. I- well, I would say that um, more to me in terms of indications about health and healing coming up for you in the not-too-distant future has to be the fact that Saturn, which rules your sixth house of health, and now moving through Capricorn, is beginning to move, make its move into your sixth house of health and healing. Um, but it really doesn't get there to the beginning of 2020, but it's, it's really close already. Um, and, and, and so that to me says in terms of a, a more serious period of going through a healing and, and beginning to build up greater reserves and resources and, and going through a healing process that is quite uh, powerful and meaningful, that's really ahead of you still in, in January 2020 and beyond. Um, it's a time of really getting to work, too, and being very seriously engaged in work. Um, so that's also an indication that you might find yourself more more seriously or gainfully employed starting in 2020 as well when Saturn gets in there. And I will, Jupiter will join it short, shortly afterwards, too. Yeah, and I have Venus and Jupiter. I'm sorry, Venus and Capricorn. So I wrote this in my Facebook today. May 2020 be the year of good vision. That sounds good to me. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's going to be a serious year for everybody um, as Saturn begins to dance its way out of Capricorn into Aquarius and Jupiter is going to catch up to it. I, as I pointed out, by the end of 2020, we're having the next Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, which may, for many people, is heralding the beginning of, this, of, of some signs of the Aquarius age dawning. But we'll see what that really means if, in fact, that is what's happening with that. Um, but we'll see. Okay. Thank you, Bill. God bless Welcome, you. Welcome, Deanna. Good, good to you. Okay. All right. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just mute you now so you can stay online. Okay. Right. All the best. Bye bye. Hello, caller. You're on with Bill Atride. Who's this? Hi, Bill. It's Stacy. How are you? Oh, I'm okay, um, Stacy. Yeah. So <laughs> How are you? Hi. Good, just watching the French Open on television, you know, Fabio okay. Fanini and Rafa. So that's something oh, I like okay. to do. But um, <laughs> okay. I did take a job around the time I last spoke to you on Mercury Retrograde, and it ended after three weeks. 
So well. um, that was in the <laughs> mid-April, and I've not been working. You know, I've been trying, and I was thinking, do you think I should take a class, you know, just something on my resume so it looks better because I don't have steady work for the last few years. That's the problem. So I was thinking right. to fill it, fill in whether I go to a class or online, you know, something to specialize so I can get more of a job. Well, that makes that makes a, a actually quite a bit of sense in general now for a couple of reasons in your chart. Um, the inner measure of time is, is what we look at principally is the progressed moon, and it right now for the last year plus has been moving to the sign of Virgo. And for the last almost 12 months now, has been moving through your ninth house. Now, being in Virgo, that's the, the sign of improvement and training and techniques being developed and refined in one's life. So it's often a time of apprenticeship, training, or education. Then the moon is in the ninth house. That's the house of the higher mind, the house of education, literally higher education. Um, and that would also say if this is a time to expand your horizons, and or expand your skill sets or both. Mm -hmm. So I would certainly say yes. And, and again, the moon's going to stay here for another almost two years in that ninth house and another 12 months or so in that sign of Virgo. So you're good to go for the next year or so, certainly. Um, what also indicates the, the beginning of a new growth cycle, starting something new this year um, is that Jupiter did come into your first house. It's dancing around the doorway of that first house, but whenever Jupiter's in the first house, we're beginning a new 12-year cycle of growth. Um, and mm -hmm. so we should start a new venture, start a new enterprise, turn the page and begin something new because with that energy is supporting us in that way. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's, it's, too, it's too bad that, that a last job was begun or initiated during Mercury retrograde. That is something that can happen for many people, we have no choice. That's when the job comes along and you say yes. But unfortunately, um, when Mercury turns, it may prove to be short-lived. And yeah, I don't know. Want... So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so the next one we should all be looking out for, and I'll be talking about this in future blog postings and whatever, the next Mercury retrograde is only about a month away, starts on July 7 and goes till July 31. And of course, it's, it's not a bad time. It's just a time to reflect and reconsider and, and rework the mind. But it can lead to those confusions and communications and often contracts or deals, agreements that are made or executed during that time either have to get renegotiated or they get ended when Mercury turns direct again. Um, so it's just unfortunate and again, you're born with Mercury rising. It's a pretty important planet um, for you. Yeah, the, the class <laughs> the class starts in September, though. So at least it's okay. good, the beginning of September oh. for me. But you think, okay. what would I be good in? You know, I'm thinking of taking, like, human resources. Mm -hmm. The other thing was hospitality. Okay. But I think human resources because it's just, like, a few months. Okay. Well, again, you you have – you have on the midheaven of your chart, which is the house of destiny, you have the sign of Libra, which is the sign of generally of relationships. But it means that you would want to work in an environment where the nature of what I'm doing is about questions of relationship, about how people one one to one or one to many, how they get along 
or work together would be something you'd be having a better ability to work in that kind of a field or endeavor. Um, and so that make, does make sense to me, working in human relationships, working in having an organization or groups of people work better together, combine better together, cooperate with each other, those kinds of things, um, each bringing out the best in one another by creating the right relationships and, and structures for relationship. That's what this all would entail. Um, like on my free time, I, you know, just as a hobby, I like making stuff creatively by hand sewing. I can't like draw, but I could make right. like clothes and stuff just by hand with material. So, okay. you know, that was the other thing I was thinking, but <laughs> you know, better off with the other. But do you see? Well, again, yeah. I mean, artistic activity is also ruled by Libra, and having Libra at the top of the chart does indicate that you'd want to work in a beautiful place or with beautiful people, or be working with objects of beauty in your work is also something that would resonate for you. Yeah, more like like than a medical billing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but do you see like a temp job coming in just even though I'll be going to school just one night, you know, for the next three months, do you see like a temp coming in? Well, again, as long as you, you if you're looking for temporary employment to pass the time before you go back to school more full time or a temp job you hold while you're also going to school, just just remember that you want to not signed during that period that's coming up here again, <laughs> July 7th. No, but I'm saying, do you, do you see yeah. something coming up before July? That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So if, 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 well, right now, I mean, that planet Mercury, which, as you said, went retrograde and turned direct and things changed, um, it's now just entered into your seventh house of relationships and okay. contracts and partnerships. So this is a time certainly that you should be Yourself putting the word out there and doing your networking to secure something, um, and you might find that that some kind of uh, offer or position would come from that. So I think you need to be proactive um, and oh, getting I the am. word out there. I am. Yeah. Get, it's just, yeah, yeah. you know, I went out, but I get turned down, and I just you know, want this new resume and this new class because I don't want them asking me, what have you been doing for the last few years? So this way they think I've been going to school for longer than I have because I'm just going to put the time the school ended. I'm not going to say when it started. You see what I mean? Like I'll say the name of the college. So they'll think, wow, you know what I mean? I have to make myself look more because if say to them, I didn't want entry-level positions. I wanted better positions, so I went further in my education. They won't ask about the time gap. Oh, no, no. And also, hopefully, at whatever institution you go to, make use Mm -hmm. of all their resources in terms of placement and networking and what have you, um, because that's part of what they should be doing for you. More also for you, because Mm -hmm. Venus, which rules your 10th house of career, is in the 11th house of friendship and your social groups you participate or belong in, you would do well to find, to see, realize one of your resources for finding a job would be friends or other people that you're meeting up in social situations, like in, in community activities or social functions. This is how you might come across another opportunity for you in terms of your work. 
Okay. Yeah, because you un- you understand that, Bill. I've kind of hibernated because everybody has careers, and I feel like between me and you, it makes you feel like a loser. <laughs> you know, especially well, when this last job ended. You know, it's horrible. Well, no, no, but then then you should make yourself busy in the why you're making those efforts to get a job or secure another job to stay busy as you are improving yourself, even outside of school, doing what you can to train your mind, get familiar with the materials. If you're going to go to a certain program, you can start getting ahead of yourself now and understand what that, that kind of training requires and begin familiarizing yourself with it as well as more generally, you know, whatever you love to do, like you said, you like craft and and design, keep busy, keep making something because it makes you feel better that you've actually made something or done something to improve yourself. Okay. Your, your, your number one, your number one job is you, (laughs) you know, uh, and, and, and taking control, uh, by saying, okay, things aren't happening out there right now. And I know they will, but while that's not happening, I can be busy here taking these steps to further educate myself or to raise up my understanding of things, whether it's job related or not. Um, that's, that's our real job down here is to become a better human. Um, and, and so do that, you know, and, and, and again, maybe that means also a good way to do that is to get out there and help in my community in an activity or cause. And that's how I meet people who could become the bridge to my finding a job. Um, so it's really about making yourself, you know, feeling more useful, being more useful, being out there. And I'm sure something will open up. Okay. Did I, did I lose you, Stacy? No, you're there. I, I hear crackling. Are you there? I'm not, I'm not hearing you coming back. Maybe something happened to your phone. Um, okay. I'll, I'll just put you on mute. Maybe I'll come back. Uh, and take up the next caller. So I uh, hope that helps, Stacy, and I'll talk to you again. Okay? Hello, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, Hello? this is George. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Who's this? Hello? Hello, I can't hear you. Hmm. Maybe it's my phone. <laughs> uh, it, it, let me just put you on mute and then come back again. And maybe it's, maybe it's this interface. Um, hello? Okay. I'm not, I'm not hearing anybody. Let me go back to Deanna. Maybe, maybe Deanna is still there. Hello? Deanna, are you hearing me? Or maybe you put me on mute also. Um, hmm. This is very odd. Um, I don't seem to be getting anybody. What I could do is maybe I'll, I'll hang up and call back in, and maybe that's the problem. So let me do that, everybody, and just hang in there for me, and I'll try again. So let me cancel this. All right.
Okay, I called back in. Let me see if I can reach anybody. <laughs> so let me try the caller I was trying before. And hello, this is Bill. Are you there? Hello? Hmm. Now let me try Deanna again. Hello, Deanna, are you there? No. Mm. I think the interface here of the show is not allowing you people to come in through to me, and I have no control of that. I, I called in myself, um, but I'm not hearing anybody else. Let me try one more time. Okay, caller, I'm trying once again. Um, are you there? Well, this is frustrating. Um, I guess we'll have to just uh, end the show. Let me, well, there's somebody else calling in now. Let me see if I can reach them. Hold on. And hello. Are you there? Bill, are you hearing me? I'm hearing you. Who's this? It's Denise. I'm just calling in Hi. to see if it's working. <laughs> oh, good. Well, thank you for being my 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 debugger. <laughs> so anyway, I just so your callers can hear, I just called back in and you were able to get me. So uh, if they need you, but if you want to take a quick look at my chart and tell me the one thing I should focus on, feel free. Okay. Well, while you're online, hold on. I'll go pull you up. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, I gotta get. To, I've got my blog talk database up here. People have called in before, so I gotta go to you and you're in my real database of clients. So let me pull you up. Um, but yeah, I think what might have happened there as I'm pulling this up is that maybe the interface dropped everybody, and I I called back in, so that was fine. But nobody else, they'd have to call back to be connected. I so. I called you when you were first speaking and not and before you hung up, and I didn't buzz through. And then after you hung up, I beeped through. So if anybody wants to reach you, probably now would be okay. Or they, or they could call back. Yeah, they end the call right. and call back to get to the right. interface. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I'm looking at your chart right now, Denise. Um, and, of course, there, there's a lot going on, as you know. <laughs> so uh, I, to, to sort of summarize, I guess, what I would say – uh, seems most consequential to me right now for you um, is that indeed this is the end of a 30-year phase of your life and you're commencing a new 30-year cycle right as we speak here all during 2019 because as you know Saturn's coming back and forth over your ascendant and so but it, since it's hovering there coming into the first house and backing out in the 12th and hovering back coming back it's like you've got one foot in the past and one foot in the future this whole year. And there obviously are things that need to be completed or finished up to sort of move into the future firmly. Um, but it's coming, but it's still a little ways away. So you're sort of having to go back and finish up some old things before you can fully engage in the new life that's commencing here. So if it Yay. feels that way, feels that way, it is truly that way. <laughs> Um, and you just have to be patient um, with that process because obviously there's something I either need from that past or need to finish in that past that frees me to move forward into this new life that I've been working towards. 
Um, and certainly helping you along the way with that, this is also the year that Uranus, the planet, the Awakener, is moving over your Jupiter. Um, and that brings a lot of excitement, a lot of opportunity, um, but also uh, promotes very big changes. So um, there is a quality with this that one will find a door suddenly slamming open and uh, all of a sudden the way is presented. But we've got to be sort of savvy and say, okay, a few of these things are going to pop and I've got to make sure I choose wisely which path to go down. But this is not a year where it's quiet at all. There's a lot happening. Um, and, and again, because you're born with Uranus in your seventh house relationship, really right close to that Jupiter, this very much is connecting up communications and networking and relationships in your life in terms of your fortune or your growth. So um, things look okay to me, I would say, with all that, you know? I know well, it's I'm going with okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good for you. I would certainly say more than Twitter in your 11th house says, enjoy friendship, enjoy companionship this year. Um, this is definitely a year to be out there in, in the social world, in your communities of whatever type, um, because there's a lot of opportunity coming to you in those realms this year. Okay? Perfect. Thank you. Well, enjoy. I hope the rest of your... Listeners, get through, and thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. You take okay. care. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Uh, listener, are you there? This is Bill. No, not getting through. I think, I think as Denise said, uh, people might have to um, uh, call back in order to be able to talk to me because the interface somehow – cut out. So I'm going to just hang up on that person. If you want to call back, that's great. Um, Deanna, I'm not going to hang up on you because maybe you're listening and I know you want to listen and so I'm not going to um, uh, hang you up, but I, I don't think I can talk to you because that seems to be the module that's not working here. So if I can't talk to anybody else uh, and I don't seem to be able to do that uh, and you're not calling me back, I guess I'll just call it an early show and, and hope everybody enjoyed uh, the show today. And I promise I'll, I'll hopefully try to do a show, if not next week, the week after. Uh, and we'll take up some other topics and questions that are swirling around us all at that time. Okay? So all the very best to all of you. Thank you so much for calling in and listening. And I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Oh, wait a minute. There's this person again. Let me try. Sorry. Are you there? Yes. Did you call back? Yo, there yes. you are. <laughs> okay, yes. who is this? <laughs> this is Joyce. Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Well, Hi, I'm so Bill. glad we're, you, were, you were patient and kept at it because uh, I was struggling here to try to talk to people. Uh, and the, the, the interface, I'm, I'm at the whim of uh, Blog Talk Radio's interface here. Not that they did anything wrong, but it certainly wasn't working. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Do we have okay. time? We have time. Certainly we have time. Um, I'm glad I didn't sign okay. off. I'm glad I saw you, you popped up there and I said, oh, good, there's somebody still here. And I, and no, I hope I it would work this time. It did. Good. I All right. the last minute. That's my Okay. Minute. So okay. what can I do for you, Joyce? Uh, you want my birthday? 
I think so. Is are you the October eighth, nineteen forty two person? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Don't mention my age. That's me. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm not mentioning your age, but I have to. I used to have clients. I had a couple of clients back I'm in the day. I'm teasing you. Yeah, I could. I couldn't put the year of birth on their chart when I when I printed it out. I said, well, really, you know, you have to tell me who what your real age is, otherwise I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that old. Anyhow, Good. Neither do, I. Neither do I. Okay, so what can I do for you, Joyce? Oh, what can you do for me? I go up and down like a seesaw. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I know. It's been a, a rough time, but on the other hand, I'm getting more and more, uh, may I say, psychic. But then the more psychic I get, the more self medicated I want to be. So I don't know which no, way to no, anymore. No, no, you don't want to be self-medicating. Well, self-medicating, I hope you mean in very minor ways. Cause, uh, but, yeah, no. being aware, being aware, being sensitive, being aware of energies is a blessing but also can be quite painful. This is very right. true. Um, but, you know, you're, you're coming to a pretty big change. That, like that last call I was just speaking with Denise, she has Saturn – straddling her first and 12th houses, indicating the end of a 30-year period, the beginning of a new one that she's right in the midst of here. Um, Whereas you, you're really, as I would look at your chart, you're in the last year of the old years, of an old 30-year cycle. and And Saturn will actually move into your first house of new beginnings and stay there pretty much. Uh, doesn't go dancing out of it really. Um, starting in February 2020, so uh-huh. there's a whole other there's a whole other beginning coming here for you, um, and it's more strong than that because it's also going to be true that at the end of 19, beginning of 20, that inner measure of time is moving into the opposite point of one's chart into your seventh house of relationship. So. It says that you're going to be making big changes in you as you're dealing with very big changes happening in relationship. Um, the relationship one comes a couple of months earlier, like more like here in November of this year. And then by early 2020, it's now spilling over and bringing about ever greater changes um, for yourself. But of course, your lesson this year, and I'm sure we've talked about this a little bit before, or if we haven't, I'm going to let you know now, the lesson this year is patience. Uh, that's because Saturn, as it moves to the end, of, through the middle of Capricorn here, is going over the planet Mars in your chart. And Mars is our desire and our actions, and we all want to move through life effortlessly, freely, as much as possible. But every seven or eight years or so, Saturn comes around, and we're dealing with more seemingly with more obstacles and delays and frustrations. And it just annoys us or gets us angry or makes us sad, but actually it's a perp- there's a purpose to it. And the purpose is we need this time to reconsider what is the goal and, and, and secondly, what is the better way to get there? Because perhaps I'm trying to get someplace and it's not where I should go now, or I'm not getting there the right way. And so I need to be stopped, as it were, in my tracks by the universe to consider a better 
goal or a better way to the goal. Um, but no matter how you resolve that in the, in the now, it still says you will not feel like you're able to move forward as freely as you might wish to until we get to, um, until we get to the end of 2019 here. Okay. Um, yeah. Really, really it's done by, by, by the time of your birthday, you certainly feel it lifting and you're on your way, but till then you've just got to be patient. Okay. Uh, what can, is there a good time? Is there a, a stellar time for me to quit? Uh, uh, I can't say on the radio, the BS that I'm doing to myself because uh, I'm trying to get my life over with <laughs> Let's say I'm a little depressed. Yeah. Well, and I in, say, in terms of, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to make it to there. Is it transition or is it a really uh, going on on service? I, I think. Well, I, I, I'd say that a new life is coming, a new life beginning is coming, and this is just working through the the lessons of this last many years of your life are what you're are being asked to do um, to let go, to forgive yourself, to forgive others, to realize it's only through dealing with these difficulties that we become ever more self-masterful. And so we, we find sort of support from our own higher self or higher powers to get through. Um, and then like, and like magic, the door opens to a better life that we're moving into. I do have a problem with my age. I mean, I mean that's my problem. But oh, sure. We all have a problem with age. Okay. But again, hey, that's why we have to have a sense of humor. Do <laughs> you know how old I'll be then? Really? I know. I know. But again, it's, it's um, um, happiness, love, beauty are not determined by time. It's determined by our own character and spiritual development. Um, oh, I don't so you, feel that old. That, that's the problem. Yeah, right. I, no, no, you, you, you were born old because of Capricorn rising. And the point of Capricorn rising, hopefully, is that through the journey in one's life, one comes to grow younger as one grows older, would be more your style. Honestly, that's how I feel. Sure. Okay. And do I say this on the air? I have I a younger person I care about. Sure. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming he cares about you too, and so it's it's a it's some uh, kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. little Aquarian uh, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. January. I mean, January 30, 1965. Wow. Okay. Yes, I've got that. I've got that person. Born, you said born in I Chicago. Know. Oh. Uh, I thought it was Pennsylvania. Oh, well, you might have told me, and maybe, maybe, maybe later on you um, adjusted that, because I'm Did looking it? in the database here for Blog Talk Radio. Um, but yeah, the, the, that, you know, it's, 
interesting about him, you've got the Capricorn rising. Even though he's an Aquarius, he has a lot of planets in Capricorn. Um, his yeah. moon, his Venus, his Mercury. So, um, you know, he has got a lot of that that Capricorn energy kicking around for him in his makeup as well. So, well, there's not much more I need to know, is there? Just keep going on. Just, just be patient. Know that a big change is coming. Um, the big change is coming both in relationship matters and then that will then flow into you having a new and different understanding of yourself in 2020. But the relationship shifts begin to really show themselves by this fall. Okay? Uh, how about finance? Because if I lose one, the finance will be tremendously different. Um, I, I don't see, um, I see this year being a year where there's concerns about that um, and a need to make adjustments in accordance with your concerns, but I don't see a major or difficult shift of circumstances coming up beyond this year. Like I won't be a street person. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I certainly hope not. I certainly hope not. Uh, I think I think as long as you stay, you know, adaptable, use your ingenuity. There are ways to figure things out and make adjustments to meet the the resources you have and the meet your necessities of life. You can do that. How about okay? move? How about a move? Well, okay. yes. I mean, that's 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 what may be coming in this relationship changes is that often they're brought about because either you're moving into a new space and so meet new people or new people move into your space and therefore also that develops new relationships but relationship changes are just around the corner okay okay bill hey great okay okay joy good talking to you let me see if i can get to one more person here okay thank you okay bye 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 Oh, dear. Sorry. Hello. Are you still there? Caller? Who's this? Hello? I'm hearing static on the line, but no, nobody's there. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll just end the show then, because we're about a minute before the end of the show right now. And it was a little challenging, but we got through it. And uh, hopefully I'll see you all, callers uh, and listeners, uh, in a week or so, maybe two. Okay? Bye for now.